With the 75th anniversary of the end of World War II coming up next year, people around the world will once again reflect on the lessons of the war. This is especially meaningful in Japan as the country's demographic crisis continues to deepen and the number of people with first-hand experience of the war decreases every year. Now, it is all the more important to revisit Japanese war experiences and to pass the lessons of the war down to younger generations. How is World War II remembered in Japanese post-war pop culture? What lessons do these representations have for their audience? And what impact do they have on Japanese society? I'm Stephanie. I'm Anna. And, and this, this is a Japan on the Records special student podcast. So this August marks the 74th anniversary of the bombing of Hiroshima and Nagasaki during World War II, making it the perfect opportunity to discuss the effects of the war on Japan. After the end of the war, Japan and other countries commemorated and memorialized the war through monuments and historic centers. Meanwhile, writers wrote their wartime experiences into mangas and books in order to share the horrors of surviving, living, and fighting in the Second World War. Film adaptations were created to allow a larger audience to learn about the hardships of the war. Also, since people who have experienced the war are dying, people in young generations can know about the war only through media. Animation films, books, and comics are popular for producers and writers to represent the war effects in Japan, and for people who have not experienced the war to know about the war. Today, we'll discuss five examples of post-war media that intimately depict life during the war from various perspectives. So Anna, what you got for us today? I picked three movies set during different times, Barefoot Gen, The Grave of Fireflies, and In This Corner of the World. Why did you pick these movies, Anna? Writers in post-war Japan were enthusiastic about sharing their own experiences and memories during and after World War II with audiences. So as not to forget the horrific battle and its effect on Japan and especially on Japanese civilians. So what are these movies about? Barefoot Gen is originally from comic books that are based on the author's actual experience during World War II. This movie depicts the citizens' life during the war and the hardship through the life of Gen and his family, who lives in Hiroshima, where the nuclear bomb was dropped. This movie includes the very realistic depiction of the right time when the nuclear bomb was dropped and people and buildings were melting and blown. The Grave of Fireflies is about the harsh life of 14 years old brother and his little sister during the World War II. The realistic depiction and the pathetic story show how the war was cruel and innocent lives were lost. Meanwhile, in this corner of the world adopts the cartoony and soft depiction about the life of the young woman and her family during the war. This movie put more weights on making the story touching and beautiful rather than realistic or serious. What are the important lessons that should be taken from these movies? First of all, these movies tell us that how the World War II was horrific and its effects on people were extremely harsh. Also, these movies especially focus on children who have been overlooked but the most significantly affected by the war. Thus, through these war-themed movies, we can know the hidden aspects of the war effects that we cannot see from the big picture. Who are these movies made for and what was the general reception? These movies caught public attention, but especially Barefoot Gen became controversial due to its realistic and cruel depictions. 
the comic books of Barefoot Gen once have been banned at many public libraries because members of city councils consider the depiction and contents were inappropriate for children to read. On the other hand, in this corner of the world garnered international attention by being appreciated for its beautiful design and touching storyline. So what did you pick, Stephanie? As for me, I chose to focus on two mangas by Mizuki Shigeru, Onwards Toward Our Noble Deaths and Showa, A History of Japan. Who are these about? These mangas tell narratives from the perspective of Japanese civilians and Japanese soldiers during World War II. Showa history momentarily touches upon the juxtaposition of celebrating the fight for Japan versus sending your own child to war. The neighbors are all cheering as they send your son off to war. For parents, it's not a happy moment. It's a moment of turmoil and uncertainty as they wonder about whether or not their son would survive the war. Meanwhile, Onwards Toward Our Noble Deaths provides intimate insight on the daily life of an entire battalion at war in British New Guinea. Mizuki speaks from personal experience as he details a battalion's struggle with the order of a noble death and the lack of glory in war. Why did you pick these books in particular? I picked these two because they are important in their representations of war and its relationship with the Japanese people. It combats major stereotypes about Japan during the war years. The Japanese were not all supportive of the war. In spite of the nationalism, many soldiers did not understand the need for a noble death. Fighting to the death on foreign soil surely cannot protect Japan, yet they followed the orders of the superiors anyway. The Japanese were not necessarily supportive of the war, they are simply loyal to the country, and I think that's an important theme to know. Why do you think he wrote these? For Mizuki Shigeru, this is personal for him. These mangas are renditions of his own experiences of war and serve biographical importance. I think he wrote these as a coping mechanism, especially onwards toward a noble death, as a means to come to terms with the horrors that he endured overseas. These mangas are first-hand representations of the war and serve as an important way to commemorate the war. Mizuki uses realistic and violent images to remind his audience about the war and perhaps as a statement that war is meaningless. It is important only at the governmental level. For the actual soldiers fighting, it is pointless. So looking at the bigger picture, what do you think is important about these post-war representations? The depictions of war are becoming milder and milder as the war becomes a more and more distant history. There is a disconnection to the war, as the generations that lived in it start to retire and pass on. That's true. Barefoot Gen and Onward Towards Our Novel Deaths were made 30 to 40 years after the war and maintained brutal and striking imagery in their representations of the war. Meanwhile, Grave of the Fireflies and Showa A History, both produced in 1988, have deviated from that violent depiction and aim for a more neutral representation. By the time we get to 2016, the representations have become significantly tame like in, in this corner of the world. Depictions and discussions of World War II are slowly diverging from realistic representations of the trauma and towards a subdued narrative. Media from early in the post-war period are much more violent than media that are as recent as two years ago. This says so much about the changes in society regarding their views towards the war. When people who have experienced the war were alive, people in younger generations could listen to the real story of the war, but now, those who experienced the war is dying. Thus, young people can know about the war and its harshness only through the medias. So I think the media should take on the role of showing realistic depictions and telling the stories to make people to remember that how starting war is stupid. I agree. I personally think that it would be important to implement stronger representations of war as a means to prevent further tragedies. As they say, those who don't learn from the past are bound to repeat it. I'm Tristan Gruno. And this has been Japan on the Record.
podcast where scholars and academics bring their expertise to bear on issues in the news. Japan on the Record is hosted and produced by Tristan Grunel at the University of British Columbia in Vancouver, BC. Thank you for listening. <laughs>